Oh my gosh. I don't know. I w- is there a point where you start trying to get to? No. Wait, hold on. Right here, probably. That was a song I picked just for you, Matt. Thanks. What I was, tr- I'm trying to. I picked that's a band, a uh, royalty free, a band called uh, Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. Man, so I'm trying to pick out why you picked this for me. So is it because the holidays really fucked us and we have been seeing each other very on the rarely? It had multiple levels. It it was because that was my song. It was saying like. Uh, alcohol was singing that to you. Cigarettes were singing that to you. You know, even lovers need a holiday far away from each other. I get it. You um, know what? We haven't seen each other in a while. Um, it just worked on so many levels for me. And it's been stuck in my head ever since I thought about it like four days ago. I'm like, that song's perfect. And then I've been singing it to myself. I haven't actually listened to it until now with you here. And it's good to be here with you right now. Thank you so much for having me. Um, My name is Matt Morris And I'm Jared Moxley And we are A A Weird Weird Time Time Recorded Recorded. Matt's drinking water and I'm drinking gin No beers will be opened today January tastes a lot like water and coffee, baby (laughs) It's it's been a mess Yeah, so let's explain You haven't You've been abstaining from alcohol We we talked about this on the list on the last one, because remember, Andy was oh, all, yeah. yeah, right. But you've and done it so, so far. I mean, so far it's not, we're not even we're not even a third of the way through yet. But I do want to say that I'm proud of myself. I'm very proud of you. I'm I'm cigarette free and alcohol, not a drop of alcohol since the first of January, and it's now the seventh, so exactly a week, and uh, it's. I can't say that it hasn't been a tough week. I'm proud of you, man. I think you're crushing it. You're doing a good job. Thank you. I um, It has been very difficult, but here's the crazy part, Jared. It hasn't been difficult with the with the alcohol. Mm. I'm good. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I realize that I need to not drink a lot, I guess. I'm having trouble with the cigarettes. So what do you do to not smoke? To combat yes. that? So how I how I combat that is I go to work every day, and then I just stand around 15 smokers, and I just watch them smoke. What, as it's wafting into you? Do you try <laughs> yeah. to breathe heavier? Are you like, oh, second hand? Yeah, and I, it's not, um, 
I'm just I'm around it all the time. Right. And I've abstained. Nobody's even noticed yet. Nobody's even been like, hey, Matt, notice you haven't smoked, like lit up a cigarette. I, I think it's because nobody really gives a They fuck. don't care about you, Matt. Only I care about you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, nothing, nothing's too crazy except for, I don't know, I might be a fucking superhero. What? Yeah. What happened? Um, I think that I'm a superhero. I woke up this morning after being sober for a week, and I didn't need my contacts anymore. I had 20-20 vision. No. Yeah. Seriously? And I can just, like, shoot webs out of my fucking wrists because I'd been sober for so long. I didn't realize it because I had been... um depressing myself with depressants such as alcohol and cigarettes gin perhaps I mean, yeah yeah mm-hmm. and um i'm actually a christian superhero named Soberman. Soberman. yeah and, and where'd the webs come from I, I i felt like it was a real spider-man type situation oh, i didn't know if there's an explanation for those webs seeing as how nothing it had nothing to do with a spider that would make a web i think <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna really go deep into this Soberman series, and I'm going to I'm gonna create a graphic novel called so- Soberman. Can I be your sidekick? Yes. Obviously, drunk boy. <laughs> <laughs> Soberman and drunk boy. But we should have adverse effects like mm-hmm, um, the yin and yang situation. I I cannot. I'm having a very difficult time staying sober, like as in real life. Uh-huh. But when I do stay sober for an X amount of time, I am able to save a whole city of people that are in trouble and in need. But I rarely can do it because it's kind of like a John's Bones Jones situation where he could be a superhero in the UFC cage, mm-hmm. but he just can't stay sober. Right. But this is me. But um, I don't know. I think the Christians would fucking love it. I think so, too. And as Drunk Boy... I'll be like accidentally saving people, not even knowing, just stumbling, stumbling around drunkenly. Maybe toss some gin in people's eyes, bad but, guys. But more than likely, what's going to happen is not the superhero situation. What it is going to be is I'm going to discover that without alcohol, I'm truly brilliant, mm-hmm. and then I'm just going to kill myself because of how much I know. <laughs> the knowledge is too much. <laughs> Uh, you know, just truly a brilliant person. Did you? I'm sorry. Did you want a sidekick? I kind of just latched no. on there with you, but Jared, you've been my sidekick from day one. Okay, there... I appreciate that. But then, wait, why? What would you? I said that it'd be adverse effects, but what would you be like? You'd be striving to be sober, but you can't. But when you do drink, you become a powerful. Yeah, that's how it's always been, Matt. <laughs> powerful, <laughs> like the can of like how Popeye crushes that can and puts it in his mouth and it's like and he gets like big muscles that's me it's just the can is full of beer oh and all of a sudden i'm like i have superhuman strength people's knees are breaking at first (laughs) (laughs) at first i can fly (laughs) at first you uh you try the whole can of beer spinach thing then you you pop it but you just look like stone cold doing it Mm -hmm. but then after getting it Right, you you find the best way to administer as much alcohol into your veins as soon as possible, so you could become drunk boy as quickly as possible. Yeah, 
one time I fell down a, a whole flight of stairs, uh, metal stairs that were covered in ice, and uh, didn't hurt at all. Popped right back up. Well, because you were drunk, boy. Yes, I drank an entire bottle of tequila. <laughs> and then I stole a typewriter from 1942 out of a office of a mine and carried it all the way through town. It was super heavy. I, I'm looking at Invincible, the Invincible, <laughs> some would say. As a sober man, I'm not really sure what my my talents would be. Like, I was joking about the webs. That's yeah, obviously no webs. a thing already. So I think we'll both, you'll, you'll definitely have superhuman strength. Um, You'll have the knowledge. Yeah, power of word. The power of knowledge, because knowledge is power. And But what about... um. The power of spoken word. Yes, you'll be able, you'll have a silver tongue. You'll be able to convince people of to do good. Just a... All right. Just a fucking So you'll sharp be super tongue. strong. You'll be able to convince people like, hey, being bad's not worth it. So you won't even need to use your strength. It's almost a moot point, really. Oh my you'll gosh. you strong. I'm discovering... you still have it. I'm discovering this though, Jared. I actually already have this person inside of me, dude. And his name yes. his name is Preacher Matt. And mm. sometimes when I'm drunk enough, I become Preacher Matt. And what I do there is I button up every single one of my buttons. And then I put a, um, a napkin in between the collar. Nice. And I become Preacher Matt. And I say things like... I remember being your age, the kids all hanging out. I think that's youth pastor, Matt. Youth pastor. <laughs> yeah. Also, just as your, it is youth your pastor, friend Matt. and your sidekick, let's move away from preacher. They're not doing too well lately. <laughs> They've been up to some really naughty stuff. I'm sorry. It is, it is youth pastor, okay, Matt. Okay, youth pastor, youth Matt. Youth pastor, Matt. You, you, <laughs> you hike your pants up. You tuck your shirt in. You put your your foot up on something. Just one, <laughs> yeah. just one up a little bit. And you're just like you know, playing the video games, playing playing the Nintendos, um, drinking the Mountain Dews. I, I remember being your age, staying up real late, making sure that your parents were asleep, getting on the computer, drinking Surge. <laughs> you know what? You know I'll level with you. Drugs are cool, but you know what ain't cool? Dying. And then not knowing where the rest of the eternity leads you. I don't know. Have you thought about that lately, you, kids? You think Jesus hangs out with drug addicts? You're not. <laughs> he does. Oh. Actually, as a matter of fact, he does hang out with drug addicts. And he 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 uh, he levels with them. <laughs> he levels with them drug addicts. And I just want you to know that. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. And I, Always have. And I was a drug addict, too. I, w- I was one. We used to have a guy that came and talked at our school named Mr. Fuller, and he was like one of those, I used to be a drug addict, and he would take like some of the kids who like were going through shit, like a, their like my parents were getting divorced, so I got to go to his little class, and just any kid who's like, they just weren't the normal kids, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He was very interesting. You were one of those? You were one of those not normal kids? I think so, yeah. That, um, and also... That Chicago song, I heard it right around the time my parents were getting divorced. And I, I used to read way too much into lyrics. And uh, I was like, this is why. Well, that's what lyrics are put there for, actually, is mm-hmm. to, to, to read into them. deep 
go deep into. Like that song, uh, I know the secrets that you keep when you're talking in your sleep. You know that song? Yeah, I the do. The 80s song? It's... Dude, that shit scared the fuck out of me. I thought I was telling all my deep, dark secrets in my sleep when I was younger. <laughs> but also the thing is, I didn't have any secrets. And I was also, like 12. And also you didn't have anybody sleeping next to you. <laughs> no. Unless if you did. I was like, shit. Maybe like at the sleepovers, I was scared that I was going to be like, I still pee the bed in my sleep or something. I don't know. Isn't it crazy the things that you think that you'll never get past on, like when you're when you're a child, the things you never think you're gonna get past, like this is the end for me. Nobody's ever gonna forget this about me now. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm never gonna live this one out. And now they just you can't even remember them because they're so fucking stupid. Or you are tortured by them daily. Well, because you're you're mentally unstable. Yeah. Also, one thing I never got uh, over. Diarrhea, Matt. It still haunts me. <laughs> Damn it. We're going to do poop again, you no, think? No, I just wanted to do that one. You I just needed to, I needed to look, get it out of my system, much like diarrhea, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I. That's it. That's all we're going to do. Well, great. And I'm hot as fuck, dude. I should not have <laughs> kept this sweater on. There is sweat rolling down my back right now. I'm so glad that you oh, brought up God. Poop. poop, Jared. I've, <laughs> I've, got, I've got something I'd like to say about poop, Jared. What's up? Um, I've discovered 100% the best way to wipe. We've talked about it so much. You do the... The science? The science yes. of wiping. Now, granted, you are going to look like a fucking insane person but when no you do this. one's watching you. Well, if you're in public restroom, maybe they are. But I've discovered that what you do is you go ahead and you wipe to what you believe to be completion... Just normal, mm-hmm. just normal wiping. This seems the, like a good place to stop. The, you know, that's what you would say to yourself. Yeah, I'm I'm at a good stopping point. But wait, what you do is you stand up and you do about four hundred jumping jacks. Four hundred. Yeah, you go the ahead. first time, or can you do like? Can you start with a couple less? No, you gotta dip right in. Well, no, four hundred. Th- that's for me because I'm sober man now. I don't oh, have to. I don't have to. Four hundred jumping jacks for you is like four. Yes. So, but wow. what you gotta, what you do then, is you get yourself a little sweaty, mm. and then you you get a little sweat taint, and then use the sweat, and then you you wipe you wipe from taint to to crack to mm, up. Get a little bit of that taint sweat, and you use that. And I swear to you, it's it, you. You could you would think that you're done, done. And this is also if you're in a pinch. If you're in a pinch, you don't have a a, a moist towel. Or what if you don't have time to do four hundred jumping jacks? Well, but you should have got up earlier. I y- mean, yeah, right? you should you should have worked out your time. But well, that's that's time management skills. You fucked up. You know, <laughs> that's not the jumping jacks fault. Actually, you know what? If you say that you don't have time for 400 jumping jacks, that's just you being lazy yep, that's and making damn lie. And making excuses, you fat piece of shit. Come on. Go ahead. <laughs> it's a new year. <laughs> I say I say do a couple Do you do you get where I'm coming from though, Jim? Oh, I get. And uh you almost create your own moist towelette with with your taint sweat. With your and so do the jumping jacks have anything to do with it, or are they just a way to get the sweat? Can you do other things, or is it something specifically about the jumping jacks that that does something? So the reason I does picked it get jump- it a little looser? Thank and you. Your, your booty's clapping a little. Yes, thank okay. you for asking, Jared. Yep. 
Um, so what happens is when you are doing jumping jacks, you are spreading and closing your legs, mm-hmm. creating motion and friction Ooh. in the in the gene area. I see. And um, that's gonna create that's gonna generate the most taint sweat, in my opinion. Can you think of a better taint sweat exercise? Go ahead. Mm, I can't think of one. Yeah, that's it's jumping jacks. It's always been jumping jacks. It Jared. will always be. Do you think I didn't think this through? Do you think I'm a dumbass? I don't. I've often said that you're the smartest person I know, and apparently being sober is only making you smarter. But I just had to ask. <laughs> oh. I punked out a raccoon, Matt. Um. That fucking bitch-ass, <laughs> big-ass, bitch-ass raccoon. I hope he comes back. So I think I was getting live texts from this from this encounter. Oh, no, they weren't live. Okay. It was the next day. I have actually forgot it happened. I forgot <laughs> all about it, and I was standing in the same spot, and I had this weird fe- feeling. Dude. And I went, oh, I fucking checked that fucking raccoon last night. <laughs> <laughs> so did he spook you? Did he come out of a corner? The thing corner? is, I was fucking zen, dude. I was calm. This shit went down, and that's not... This isn't the only time something like this has happened, and I have reacted... Like, with a little fear, like, get inside. Everyone, we need to go in, like, but not this time. I think at those previous times, there were other people there. I was concerned for them, but it was just me, me and this fucking raccoon that night, and I was out there smoking a cigarette, and I had had quite a few beers. I won't lie to you. Quite a few beers. No. So what you're saying is you were drunk, boy. Yes, Matt. I was drunk, boy. And this I, is all making sense. I think that this is how you discovered your powers. Wow. So how, how I discovered my powers was because mm-hmm. I got mm-hmm. sober for seven days. I can't even wait to see what eight feels like. Well, I was over eight beers deep having a cigarette, listening to some music, and out of the fucking ether, this motherfucker comes galloping. He's just like, and I looked and I saw him. He was close, but I I got eyes on him, and he comes running up, and I just look at him, and I just went, hey! and I went, and I did this little like, Hur! you know, when you like try to punk out your friends, I did one of those. In my opinion, what you're doing right there, mm-hmm. it kind of looks like what um, Donald Glover does in This Is America, like, like the like a, don't catch you swipping, so I, and I had headphones on because I so I could have been louder than I was, but I was like, hey, and I went, and I hissed at him as I did that little. Whoosh. And uh, that motherfucker stopped. He he was pretty much on my porch. Stopped, looked at me, and fucking got the fuck out of there. And I was like, "That's right." Well, because I would have wrestled that little motherfucker. It's because it's because I might have got rabies. Oh no! No, it's doing the thing. We're good. We're good. But yeah, he was gone, dude. It's because he. Sorry about that little pause, guys. That was a that was a weird thing. Mm-hmm. That was a weird time. But um, it's because he had dis- he just looked face to face with drunk boy. He's like, I ain't, this motherfucker's going to. He might bite me. <laughs> <laughs> he might fucking bite me. I definitely would have choked his little ass out. <laughs> but I probably would have would have got some scratches. I mean. But I get I end up getting like quite a bit of visits from wildlife back there. Oh hell yeah, dude. It's a you've got a serene is that a good word? Serene? Yeah. That one possum didn't give a fuck though. Oh yeah. That one like, day. But I wasn't drunk enough, that's why. 
<sighs> okay. Um, I would like to give one shout out right now. Let's go. And that is for um, I don't know if I don't know if Weird Time Recorded is going to be. I guess like. Not really. I'm not. I'm not sure what word I'm looking for. I'm sorry for trying to come up with it when I'm positive it's not going to come to my dumb Go ahead, fucking I'll try brain. To help you if I can. But um, we're we're not going to be the coaches of this hockey team. Oh yeah. No. But at the same time, like I'm going to act as though I am a coach for right. this hockey team. This ha- this was the last year thing as well. As well. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the word I was looking for is, but like this. It's kind of like it's kind of like the uncle that's not really your uncle, yeah. but you call him uncle. Yeah, I'm one of those too. I'm a I'm a hockey I'm a hockey coach that way in that sense. Your uncle coach. I'm Uncle Matt coach. Your uncle coach. And I'd like to say that um, a, a weird time report recorded has our has our money on Team Franklin House, and they will be skating on. Uh, the downtown Valparaiso rink at 8.55 tomorrow night. First game, baby. First game. Everybody's pretty excited. I'm excited about uh, – I did a little scouting of the team. Um, Still not... can't forget the smell of that locker room. My God. Oh, my God. Holy – they needed about 15 Yankee candles in that bitch. Still wouldn't have done anything. Oh, uh, could you imagine rough. if you if you did if you did light a Yankee candle in there? It just smelled like – Peach armpits, dude. <laughs> Who would have something? Ugh. Peach something. I'm actually glad that That's it's... that taint sweat you were talking about. I'm glad that nobody had candles there. That would be the worst. They probably needed about 1,500 candles. Kind of like the time my dog rolled in shit and we had to drive home with it. And so the only thing we had to walk... Because we didn't bring the dog shampoo camping with us, no, you know? No, So the only thing we had... To wash it with before it got in the van with us for a three-hour drive home was some peach fucking, like, <laughs> Bath and Body Works sh- shampoo stuff. And so it like it a smelled... mid- middle, middle schooler's <laughs> asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. It smelled like, smelled like a dog that had rolled in shit and then was, then was um, washed with peach body wash. <laughs> I think I've actually talked about that before. I'm sorry yeah, to bring but it up. I love up. revisiting it. So I could only I can I could only imagine it'd be the locker room smell of uh, <laughs> candles going, but also it just smells like 13 years of fucking <laughs> hockey pads. Uh, these are my lucky pads. Yeah, well they smell like fucking foot, dude. You got to get they rid of them. Smell those. like a foot, a taint, and an asshole all just rub themselves against each other. And then ran five miles. So I really enjoy the people that have the new equipment, though, mm-hmm. because because of the stench. But also, if you have new equipment, it also kind of means that you're like newer to the to the game. You know, like if it'd be like if I showed up to work with like a brand new tool bag and a new hammer, new to Re- the game. Everybody would be like, "Oh, this dude's never worked as a fucking carpenter before." Mm-hmm. When really it was just like maybe time to re up on my equipment. So you got to re up. And also, I wasn't trying to talk shit. Uh, I can't wait for the season. I just I, I'll never forget that smell. That's all. Oh, you you're not talking shit. You're speaking truth, buddy. <laughs> Holy shit, that, ooh, that smell. <laughs> that, that song was actually was actually about that. Was it? Yeah. 
Wow. Smell that surrounds you. Oh, <laughs> I also want to tell you, I mean, I don't know if you can tell, but seven days of not smoking cigarettes, and I've got vocal range now, dude. Oh, shit. I've got range, oh, range for days. Oh, range. Back up. Nice. Yeah, you like that? It's almost Mariah Carey-esque. See, again, I'm the drunk boy, and I got that raspy cigarette, that cigarette low tone, like, you know Man. that. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Jared, I remember, sorry. I remember being like you, bud, sitting at the end of a bar, scratching the table till I get about an inch deep, my nails gone. Yeah, I was nervous. Yeah, I was stressed out. I had racked up a $2,700 bar tab that week for sure. But you know what? I got out of it. I got out of it. I got, I found Jesus. I got myself cleaned up. I used to buy cocaine from the cook, <laughs> sure. He was right there. I had 20. He had, he had like a little bump. So I, I, sure he made my chicken wings and also sold me cocaine. <laughs> he gave me two things that day. Sometimes I'd be like, hey, yo, yo, you got cocaine? And then he'd just be like, ah. Why don't you eat first? Haven't you learned your lesson? And I'd be like, oh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Brian. That's why you're the best, Brian. No, Not only do you feed me, but then you give me cocaine afterwards, and I give you $60. <laughs> uh, 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 remember last week when you were came in here stumbling drunk and you asked for cocaine? I said, how about you eat first? Because you're not going to want to eat it after this. And it was mostly baby powder. What are you, my mother? <laughs> Thanks, Brian. You were right again. <laughs> Man, we got we got another drug dealer. His name's Brian now, I yep. guess. Jeff is Jeff's gone. Jeff's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> he sent me a letter though. He joined a gang. It's, he's doing all right. Jeff's in jail and he's uh not doing he's not doing No, he was only in there for like ten years, but he had to stab someone, so now it's thirty. He said he's he's been getting the best sleep of his life. He's also sober. In jail, he yeah. He he said he he had some toilet wine it fucked him up and so he's on that sober train now. <laughs> turlet. He had some turlet <laughs> he wine. He had that turlet wine. <laughs> <laughs> um so speaking of sleeping, actually it's been this is a really um adverse effect to quitting everything. And I I just found out that being an avid drinker to going straight from that cold turkey to just cutting her off, shutting her down, leads to insomnia in most cases. Mm -hmm. Do you sweat a lot? For the first couple of days, you sweat mm -hmm. a lot. But I then also, further investigation, you can be an insomniac for up to three months after quitting drinking. Three months? Three, up to three months. Maybe more. Maybe, it could be less. That would make you go insane, I feel like. Yeah, people do live their whole lives like that, but they are insane people. Dude, I, a uh, long time ago, I was on a medication called Xanax. started to make me act pretty nuts, as it does with most people, and I was taking too much. got taken away from me. And I didn't sleep for two whole days. I mean, not a lick of, like, not even, like, nothing. And by the end of it, dude, I was seeing shit. Oh, I yeah. I was fucking seeing shit. Yeah, you, you have to at that point. I'm pretty sure I wrote a movie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I started this podcast when I was 
I wrote a fucking movie. Man. When I was coming down off of Xanax, I, <laughs> I, I, I started this podcast. Luckily, I didn't die. You can die from those withdrawals, as you can with alcohol. Yeah. Um, however, uh, so insomnia is not what everybody thinks where you don't sleep at all. Mm-hmm. You you can still be an insomniac, but you it has to do with your sleep cycle and how you are just fucked for a while. So how and and there's different types of insomnia in, in, insomnia symptoms. School us. So um, one of them I'm gonna retract my previous statement because one of them is in fact that you don't sleep. Just don't get anything until you literally have to sleep. You're exhausted. Your body. But the style that I have is a real cool one where I wake up in the morning and I am tired all day long because mm-hmm. I and because I got shit sleep the night before and I am tired and I can't really wrap my brain around some things because of how much coffee I'm trying to ingest in order to make my brain work. And then I get home. I'm like, finally, I'm home. I can relax and get some sleep and then 7 p.m. rolls around and I am wide awake. Even on days when I don't drink coffee. Like no caffeine days. What time did you say you're wide awake? Se- 7 p.m. hits and mm-hmm. I am just up and at them till about 1 in the morning and then mm-hmm. I have to wake up at 5:15, 5:30. So 1 to 5 like for so far, seven days in a row. I'm not kidding you. It's happened every. Is it? Is it, is it getting better? No, no. It's it's, it's been getting better. Very consistent. Oh I... yeah, because we were texting late one night, and I was like, "Why is this motherfucker still up right now?" Yeah, because I was I... like, "I need to go to bed, and I don't have to get up till ten because I got the same thing you do. I don't, I don't start whining. I'm still wide awake at uh, twelve midnight. Like midnight, I'm like, I feel like a person now. It took all that long." But I don't have to be up till ten, so But here but hear me out again. And I'm not trying to say that this isn't going on, but I'm not trying to say that it is going on. But I think I think that I'm supposed to be wide awake while I'm being sober for these the next couple of or for the whole month. Mm-hmm. And it's because at seven PM Soberman. Soberman. Knows that I'm done with my carpentry gig, and by night I become Soberman. So I I stay awake, and I stay awake to be Soberman and save the city of Valparaiso from crime and destruction and arson and muggings and everything. And you know what? All wow. through the power of fucking word and Christ. Wow, bro. It's a powerful argument. And it, that's the same thing with me too, because that's the time I start drinking, and if I don't get drunk enough by two a.m., raccoons will take over the city, Matt. Raccoons <laughs> will take over the city. Wait a second, dude. Did we just come up with a graphic novel? I think we did. Maybe we should start another Instagram page because that's the only thing we're fucking good at. Hell yeah. <laughs> fucking sober man and drunk boy. Saving the city of Valparaiso from crime, raccoons, and arson and other things that are crime. But mostly raccoons. raccoon arson. They're, they're kryptonite? Possums. And then at 7 p.m., <laughs> The boys 
get the urge to drink and sober man finally wakes up from his shitty day job and he becomes sober man saving the town of Valparaiso from raccoons. <laughs> All right, that went on way too long. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That was my favorite part. All right, everybody, that was um <laughs> That was time of your life you'll never get back. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> wow, holy shit, I'm sorry about that. No, um, thanks for being here. Everybody, let's let's take a break. Let's take a break. You can I won't smoke a cigarette in front of you. You can't. I don't care. I'll just stay inside. Actually, I'll just stand right next to you and perhaps should I blow it into your nose? Like directly into your nose? Yeah, cuz Sarah doesn't make out with my nose. <laughs> Hell yeah. All or, right, love you guys. No, We're taking a break. And we're back. Once again, we appreciate you being here with us this evening and, and sharing time with us. Thank you. We're going to bring it down a notch for a little bit. Um, just just some serious talk here. Let's go serious. Because we were just talking about some real zany stuff. Brian selling us cocaine, yeah. but only after he serves us wings. Only after those wings, baby. And mm. you know what? That's up. That's upselling. That's upsell, like it's upselling at its finest. I don't know how much up you could sell, other than that. <laughs> he should, he should probably get a raise, raise to like managerial position. Is yeah. what I'm thinking. Yeah, that the cocaine might be an issue. The well, selling of drugs. He well, might need to start his own business though, but I think he already has one. Yeah, a little side hustle. Yeah, side hustle. That's called drug dealing. Um. We so let's move into New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, boy, what a time we had! New Year's Eve, we sure did. The last time Matt was drinking and still very conscious during that that time. Yep. Well, I had people over at my place, so I I didn't want to get too weird. You're the host; you can't get too nuts because you're like, "What the fuck's going on at my house right now?" You know? Yeah, I was I was playing it cool, you know. Oh yeah. Um, we had, sorry for doing that. I've like, that's the fourth time that I've noticed me going like, and it's well, like, you're not drinking, bro. Your mouth's dry. And it's like, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm mad and I want to talk to the manager or something. Like, Maybe I should run, rub some gin on your lips. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a baby and put me to sleep. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Pat, pat, pat. <laughs> um, so New Year's. Eve started off with a with a death of a friend, mm-hmm. which was a obviously a real downer. So we had people coming over at five p.m. and we heard about this loss at two p.m. So literally right before the party was getting underway, there was like there was grieving. Yeah. And like in not just like a, a buddy, like this this was a friend of ours. Mm-hmm. So he, he was part of the thing, you know? Yeah, for you know for a very I mean? long time he 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 managed to make his way back into a hole that where he kept to himself and he was very self it, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I don't want to say too much, but he was right. very self-deprecating. Yeah. So self-destructive. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and it's easy to keep to yourself when that happens because the people that love you and that are around you are obviously going to try to get you out of that. 
And so it's probably easier, I would assume, to just keep to yourself if you want to continue. Yeah. Right. Yes. So um, I'd like to take this moment to, um, I guess, just remember Tom, Tommy, Tom Tommy. Litcher. Yep. Um, known him for the longest time. It was a, it was a situation where he worked with my brother, and my brother would come home and tell stories about Tommy, this Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Mm -hmm. And like, and he just like name drop Tommy all the time. And finally I was like, who's Tommy? What are you, what are you talking about? Tommy? And Ryan was like, you don't know Tommy. Everybody knows Tommy. And then he paused and he said, actually, you guys would be really good friends. You guys are a lot alike. Mm -hmm. And so I was at the time like, okay, yeah, fuck that guy. Not, you know, my, met my quota of friends that don't right, really right, don't yeah. really need Tommy right now. <clears throat> All the while, he was telling that to my my brother was saying that to Tommy as well. Like, hey, you should meet my brother. You and I, you and him would be really He's good. Doing a little hookup thing. Like, yeah, these two guys need to get together because that's gonna be a good time. Yes, you know, and. We he did the same thing. He's like, okay, yeah, your brother, sure. Don't really care to fucking meet that guy. And right. I get that. Like, oh I, yeah, it's a it's a thing. And we finally met, as fate would have it, and but not because it was like a play date. We just like happened to be at the same place, same time. My brother was there, introduced us, and we we hit it off, Jared. Hell yeah, we really hit it off. And from there, we just had a. Um, series of really great events and then some really low ones and then some really high ones and now he's gone and it was not not a great way to start off the new year's eve he always found a way to to ruin parties though <laughs> it was kind of a thing he was good at. i uh i actually met him before i met you or really or sam or anyone uh he worked was working over at paparazzi wasn't he if my memory serves me correct. So was it Tommy B's yet? No. It was before that. So he uh, he might have been. So if my memory serves me, maybe he wasn't working there. Maybe he just hung out there. But I went over there from time to time because I came here to open the original restaurant we opened. And I didn't know anyone. And I walked in there. And he was the first person that was like just genuinely nice to me. And it caught me off guard. I was like, does this dude want something? Like, why is he? He remembered my name. He would always shake my hand, and he was just genuine. He was just friendly to me, like he had known me forever. And it, the, the shit ass in me was just like, what's going on here? And it took about three or four of those times before I was like, oh cool, yeah, get, what's up, dude? Like what's up, Tommy? I remembered his name instantly, which I don't normally do, and uh, it just felt okay. He's just one of those people. Uh, that just being around him, it felt okay. Like it, you felt like you knew him felt like he wasn't gonna fuck you over like it was nice yeah so Gen genuine yeah. person with mm -hmm. a problem and uh i don't know very very tragic day he <laughs> i'd like to recall a time it was um, it was november 8th and i'm not sure what year i'm gonna say 2016 2015 2016 one of those years not long ago yes 
And it was uh, my buddy Sam, who was on the podcast yet last podcast. Friend of the podcast, uh, running for president. Yeah, uh, 2024, or mm-hmm. no, 40-something. One of these days. Whatever. Uh, Sam Fox, it was his birthday, and Tommy had gotten fired from his job that day, and he came to a little get-together, not even a party. We were just going to the bar, bar having several drinks with Sam for his birthday, and Tommy came in in just a terrible mood and got pissed drunk and um, <laughs> ruined the entire like ruined the entire event. He was just so drunk and mad that he like it was it was a he was a hurricane of of terribleness mm-hmm. is what he was, and so he ruined that time. And then he also ruined New Year's Eve, you know, when he fucking died. Mm-hmm. So that was you got to have a trademark. I need you to giggle a little bit. I giggle. Because <laughs> when I say that and nothing <laughs> happens, it's like, oh, man. Just that dead air. Mm-hmm. So, um, Tom Bomb. Um, or Tom is, Bomb, that's a, good, that's a good way to say that. Tom Bomb. Or as he liked to call himself, Ushbama Wimakov. <laughs> that was his name. I'm not really sure why. Um, if you're hearing this story and you want to know more about it or you 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 didn't know or you knew him um i'd like to say that his there's we're gonna have a memorial service because he's not from around here he's they're having a service in wisconsin in eau claire wisconsin Mm -hmm. where he's from right but if uh we're not able to make it to wisconsin we're having a, a memorial service at tommy b's clubhouse on january 16th from 7 to 9 p.m. I know 7 to 9 p.m.? I know it's a little bit late, but... Um, That's plenty of time. And by we, I shouldn't say we because I'm not directly involved, but... Well, but we want to promote this, yeah. you know. But I... Um, <laughs> or if you if you have a memory uh, or a story you'd like to share, hit us up and we'd love to share that as well. A weird time recorded. Because I'm, sure I'm sure there's plenty out there. Oh, yeah. At, g- at gmail.com. Yep. Hit Send us, us up and let's uh, let's talk about that. Let's talk Tom. Let's talk Tom. The Tom Talk. Come on. <laughs> that needs a fucking theme song, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Tom Talk. It's not quite a TED Talk. It's a little more uh, fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then also that day was um, we went to Fletcher's house and we... Ate really good food. Delicious. Delicious. Shout pr- out to Fletcher and Caitlin, always holding it down on those holidays lately. They Damn. are crushing it. Damn. Prime rib, crab legs. Crab legs. Are they rich? What's more fun than a crab leg when you're drinking with your friends? <laughs> Someone gets that really good piece, someone pulls out that piece, and you give it to a loved one. Yeah. You pull out that chunky piece of deliciousness, and you, you slide it over to your friend. <laughs> I did that for several people. Yes, you did. The first one I was think... my girl. I started the bit. I you think. did, you did. It was good. I I like to share my crab leg, and what I do is I I find the meatiest. You know, it's always the second knuckle. You know, because it's work. Yeah, and you put in that good work, and I always give it to my girlfriend. The first time I did it, I'm not even kidding you. She cried. She was like, "That's for wow. me." And she and she. That's a that's a fucking ringing in a new motherfucking year yeah, right there. Yeah. Give meaty pieces to people you love. 
And then I did it for Josh Holmes because that stupid motherfucker doesn't even know how to do crab legs. I'm pretty sure he can't uh, uh, color within the lines. <laughs> Let alone get some meat out of a fucking crab leg. That's for goddamn sure. And then we took it back to my place and where we rung in the new year. We had a party popper that was a motherfucker to clean up. Oh my and... God, I can only imagine. But can I say yeah. that I don't do a lot of like new year's things i feel like it's a lot of pressure to put on a day and it just gets to be like why do this to yourself but that with being with all those people who i love and enjoy and doing the things that you do you know ringing it in champagne those poppers confetti it was it was magical you did you guys did a, a great job you went upstairs you're like, all right, everyone, and then did the whole thing. It, pop- I think that might be the first time I've ever like legit done some shit like that. I mean, for real, it it turned out way cooler than I thought it Dude, was going to. Dude, it was to. nuts. There were for people listening, not and you, Matt. Yeah. There was confetti everywhere. It was midnight. I'm pretty sure I began to cry. <laughs> like, I told everyone what I thought about them in a good way. Like uh, I was loving everybody. Just I want you to know. I want you to know you're a great person, and I fucking love you. Well, it was just—it was a magical moment. It, it was in the air, and it was beautiful. It in, was beautiful. In your defense, we had just heard ten hours before that that Tommy had passed, and yes. before I popped the big one, I had mentioned something, just a very little something about Tommy. As you should, it was perfect. Yeah, and I—not enough to like. Here's a fucking speech, right, but right, just right. like a little something. And then I popped that thing off, which uh, really, it was like, it was Dude, called the confetti works. cannon. That thing fucking worked. Yeah, it was loud, like a shotgun, bro. I mean, sometimes you get a thing and you're like, is this thing going to be what I paid for? Probably not. But that time, it fucking was. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> but then something terrible happened. Dark and... dance party? <laughs> <laughs> And then somebody went and made a fucking Snapchat group message. Mother. Hucker! It was that day. There's like 12 to 15 people involved in this. So it was 12 to 15 people and everyone was hung over. It was the next day and everyone. It happened. It started that night. Did it. So, yes. I, But everyone the next day got to go to brunch. My ass went to fucking work. And I started, my phone was just getting blown the fuck up with everybody's good time. And I guess I'm a fucking cunt. I definitely know that. For sure. But I could not help myself. I fucking just deleted Snapchat right then and there. Because the last thing I wanted to do was You uninstalled a, the app? I did. What? Fucking went, <laughs> whoom, and went quigly, and I said, delete. I'm like, fuck this. Quigly? Yeah, so on an iPhone they start to they start to shake. They're like, oh, "Don't delete me, please." And then you're like, Psh, "Bye." So I did it. I've since reinstalled it. Okay. But and I, I had to put that do not disturb setting on because that shit is bananas. And I don't get into all that shit. That group message fucking let's all fucking tell the details of our life day by day with fucking 15 people. Sorry, I'm getting a little passionate. It's Ugh. it's it, it you can look at it either way, but sometimes it can be a bit much. And I love all those people, but it's just the last thing I wanted to see when I'm hungover as fuck in the restaurant I work at is just busy as shit. Was that shit? I I and, agree with I agree with everything that you just said. Also, this is my first day of sobriety. 
and mm. it's a it's a day off, which I'd normally start drinking at about noon, you know, like have myself a beer. Yep. And I was like, what the fuck? These people, I didn't do anything that day. I, I had the day off of work. And I agree with everything that you say. I love those people. I'm I'm proud to have people that would like to let me into their community of yeah. of friends. But at the same time, I'm not sure what was worse that or Tommy's death. <laughs> <laughs> at least you don't gotta deal with this shit. <laughs> you know, oh, Tommy I, dodged a bullet. <laughs> You would have been in this shit. You would have been like, "Fuck this." <laughs> I, I I will say that I on on the other side of the coin, my assholeness. I would have been pissed if I wasn't invited. So I guess it's just lose or lose for everyone. It was damned if you do, way. damned yeah. if you don't. Yep. And it it got started. It wasn't New Year's Eve. It sure was, Jared. I'm I'm no uh... because I was at work, and I I only went to work later on New Year's Eve. It was that day all y'all motherfuckers went to brunch. That's what it was because you were in it. I remember seeing Snapchats of you. I was I was it youth was pastor Matt. No, you weren't, bro. I you was... were drunk as fuck, dude. It was brunch after I was... drinking the night before. I'm positive of it, dude. And I became youth pastor Matt that day. I'm, and what maybe day not, would that have been? Maybe not on Snapchat, but during that mm. day, I became youth pastor Matt, dude. That's when it came out. Uh, it had to have been the second day because Youth Pastor Matt w- had to be sober, and there's no way you were still drunk. You know you were still drunk on New Year's Day. New Year's Day? From the night before? No. You weren't drunk? Just from having consumed so much alcohol? No, I didn't even... Cons- I just told you that I didn't even consume that much alcohol. On New Year's Eve? Oh, well, I guess. Because I was the homeowner, and I, I, tried, yeah. I tried my hardest. Also, since I stopped... Since I stopped um, smoking and drinking sweets, dude, I can't get enough Cold Stone Creamery. So that's a thing that what I've the heard. Fuck? Is it's the it's it's all that sugar and alcohol. It's, I could it fucks you up. People just become fucking sugar fiends. They need fucking Snickers bars. They need fucking Reese's pieces. I or dude, Reese's pieces. Who says that? I've heard it. Ugh. Caramel, caramel. Yeah, I, um, I, I can't get enough, dude. So instead of a regular at a bar, you're a regular at Cold Stone Creamery. I could probably lose weight from not consuming alcohol and everything, but I think that Cold Stone Creamery is gonna be the fucking death of me. <sighs> you think so? What What do you get? What's your shit? Do you fuck oh. around and get mo- different things? Have no. you been trying varieties? No, or you just Jared. go in there knowing what the fuck's up? No, Jared. You know I don't get different things. I've got one set of things that I get, and I. Me too. That's man. it. German chocolate cake. Dude, that I'm not. Sh- that sounds either delicious or fucked up. I no, don't it's know so which. good. But then I will fuck with their their cookie dough too because cookie dough is a classic. I love it. That's my favorite snack. I might even go there after podcasting, <laughs> and I'm sober enough to go there. I think you should. You deserve it. No, because I've had it three days in a row. I'm maybe not you'll drive us you. there. <laughs> It's but it's getting to the point where I'm like they're like, "Hey Matt, will you <laughs> I'm like I'll throw a couple bucks in the in the container and I'll maybe even tell them like, "Please don't sing." Because it's depressing, they dude. They sing there. I've never been there. So you put if you tip, they start this thing and so my brother used to work there 
And I tweeted about it because it was a I thing. Saw it. it was a thing. Back in the day, my brother used to be real enthusiastic, and he was like, hey, we got a tip. Hey, we got a tip. And then they'd, like, go out and, like, talk and do this thing. And, like, they had, like, probably a dozen cheers and chants that they would do, like, songs that they would what? do. Yeah. This happens? And every time you, every time they tip. But now, what it is, is, dude, I'm not kidding you. The, the girls working there aren't even girls. They're, like, women. They're, like, 25 years old. They're 25-year-old women mm, yeah. working at Cold Stone Creamery. And you throw a dollar in there, and they're just like, "Hey, we got a tip. Hey, we got a tip. Oh, thank, thank you for the tip." And like, they're like so <laughs> distracted they're just and like, "Fuck, <laughs> this motherfucker tipped us." <laughs> All right, okay, thank you. All right, we got a tip. Come on, you you ready, girls? One, two, three, four. Tips in the jar. Tips, tips in, in the, the jar. jar. Thank. Fucking God, we got a tip in the jar. Can I get the fuck out of here? I'll suck your dick for more money <laughs> than the tip in the jar. Meet me at the dumpster. Meet me at the dumpster. I'll suck your dick for more money. Meet me at the dumpster. I will put your tip in my jar. <laughs> Man, that, that's rough, dude. It's depressing is what it is. It's depressing. Damn, are we both ghosts? I ate some grocery store sushi, and it made me anxious. <laughs> Wait, be, like anxiety worried that maybe in the future you will get sick? Nope, just ingested it, and about four hours later started feeling intensely anxious. I'm pretty sure it was diarrhea. Sorry to go there again. But you ever eat anything and it makes you anxious? And then you just realized you weren't, it wasn't like a mental issue. You just had things that needed to leave your body. Uh, Wendy's. Wendy's always Wendy's. makes me jittery anxious. You get that son of Baconator? <laughs> I get that Baconator. Oh, you go daddy. <laughs> yeah. You go to daddy. <laughs> I don't even fuck around with his son. You know I'm too old to be fucking around with sons. I don't fuck around with sons of Baconators. I go straight Baconator. Oh, man. No, Um. so I actually like conv- Wait, which, uh, which grocery store? I won't name them because I don't want their uh, it to be affected. Oh, because, because of our reach of this podcast. I yeah the. So I'm not gonna name name the name. The sprawl of this podcast, <sighs> the fucking web, dude, would just cripple this this grocery store. And I'd like to take the time to to thank everyone out there. I appreciate all you people listening to this. The, uh, I mean, thousands, if not possibly millions. I'm not sure. I got to talk to our guy and see what we're at. But it's... Brian? No. No, I quit talking to Brian long ago. Hmm. Plus, his chicken wings made me anxious. <laughs> Definitely wasn't. Maybe food just makes you... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his food just makes you anxious. Maybe Brian just makes you anxious. But we're crushing it, dude. And I appreciate everyone. Yeah, and, they... uh, we're going to go forward, and it's going to be big. So speaking of thank you, um, we got an email. Hell yeah. Now you guys get to hear me read finally again. Hell yeah. I know you're very excited about this. So the emails are are, uh, doubly good because not only do we get an email, which is amazing, but we get to hear yo ass read out loud, which is great. I love it. (laughs) I love it. So 
Um, two reasons we, we'd like you to email for the rest of this month, please, mm-hmm. would be um, Tommy stories. If you yes. have a story about Tom Litcher that you'd like to share with us, email us at weirdtimerecorded at gmail.com. Let's get that Tommy talk. And also, um, I, I'd like to stick with a with a theme of if you would like us to say, speak something onto the podcast, which you which would come true for you, kind of like fruition, yes, kind of a thing. Yes, yes. We will we will say what you email us, and it'll come true. So, which, right? Okay. So, if you want anything that you need to come true, anything you need to happen. You email us, we say it into these microphones, and fucking somehow that shit happens. I don't know what it is. It's some Chinese mysticism, perhaps. It might be these crystals behind me. I don't know, but it will happen. So you guys can utilize that, and we will will make it happen for you. Let's just say that I asked to smell and touch a lady's feet, and she she accepted. (laughs) Really? Yep. So because it always comes true, Jared. Bro, I flew. (laughs) (laughs) i flew dude oh man did you hear i like i like (laughs) so same i like burp laughed i mean it was in my dream but who's to say right that little fucker is flying yeah there's a bug in here okay so with from without further ado wow that fucker almost landed right (laughs) in my mouth dude (laughs) without further ado (laughs) bug in my mouth uh <clears throat> so, email. I figured I would contribute an email to my friends at A Weird Time Recorded because why the fuck not? I was curious if you have ever covered strange, awkward social outbursts in public. Um, domestic or not, horrific or just funny, any strange American antics <laughs> American antics that you normally would have seen on cops in the early 90s. So, he's gonna he's gonna give his example, so so you could be thinking of maybe something okay. that you've seen. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> a few weeks ago, I happened to stumble onto a strange occurrence just sitting in my living room with a cocktail and decompressing from a lackluster Tuesday. I had just sat down when I heard a crash, and I was brought to my feet in an alarming fashion. I went to the door to see what had happened. I feel like this is I feel like he's he's um talking about the um the Christmas story was all through the house not a creature is stirring not it's even very well written. It's well written and he's and that's the vibe I'm getting. I feel like he's just changing the words around to that. Mm. But maybe I also can't tell when you're deciding to commentate on it and when the stories You'll, you know, I mean, I'm okay. not, mu- I'm not much of a reader, so you're kind of crushing know. it. Sober Matt's here. <laughs> ah, Sober Matt. I went to my door to see what had happened, and it was a man and wo- woman involved in a fist fight. My natural reaction was to yell, "Stop! I'm calling the cops!" <laughs> While also approaching slowly to to defuse the situation, if it happened to remain physical. After all. I have a seven-year-old inside, in bed, and his safety is my utmost priority. After I yell, the man says, There ain't no fucking problem, and <laughs> and tries to enter his car and drive away. A 93 Porsche. Yes, I said a 93 Porsche. 
classic. <laughs> uh, when the woman pinned him against the car and proceeded to pummel him from uh, for a solid minute before he, like a magician pulling a rabbit out of the hat or Mick Foley finding a barbed wire bat, hit her over the head with a coffee pot, shattering <laughs> it in the street in front of my house, and he drove away into the night. Wow. Now, at this time, I had already called the police. I was attending to the woman to make sure she was okay and was cleaning up the glass out of the street so that my lady didn't drive over the broken glass when she got home from work. She insisted it was okay uh, and that there was no need to involve the police. And I found out later that she had... She had dropped a cinder block through the windshield of his <laughs> of his car for cheating on her with a sixty eight year old aunt, with her sixty eight year old aunt. She was twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> of, of whom was my immediate neighbor? Oh, wow. fucking strange ass America. Your friend Darren. My God. Firstly, I would like to just, I can't thank you enough for that email and that story. I really can't. That has to be the highlight of this. Secondly, I'd like to say, if Sober Man and Drunk Boy would have been around then, (laughs) shit might have got diffused. We would have said something more along the lines of, I'm not going to call the cops. In fact, I'm going to take care of it. And then you would have snapped your fingers because at this point, the raccoons are maybe on your side. Mm. And then you would have pointed. I'm now leading the raccoons. Mm -hmm. And I have laser pointer gloves and they go wherever I point the lasers. Holy shit, Jared. I'd also like to say, uh, Darren sounds like he might be, we might need to get a Justice League situation going because it sounds (laughs) like he kind of stepped up a little bit. I mean, if you can, there's a couple things you can do when people are fighting with coffee pots and cinder blocks outside your door. You can not do anything, or you can become a hero. He cleaned up glass. He made sure people were okay. He uh, tried to diffuse the situation. He's a he's a word artist, bro. Dude, he stepped up. He was he I'm was proud saying, of him. He was saying coffee pots and cinder blocks and rabbit out of the hat and Mick Foley with the barbed wire bat. Ooh, words. So I was sitting on the couch when all of a sudden I heard a great crash. I was enjoying a cocktail. He, oh, he I had, see where you were going with that. He had like Not a, a creature was stirring except for two wasted people beating each other with coffee pots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Where'd he get that coffee pot? He he pulled it. Darren like a described it. Out of the hat. He oh, pulled damn. it out of thin air. This motherfucker is magical. Have you encountered anything like? I've never encountered anything like that. Like that. I'm not going to be able to top that one. No, that's like when that's the opener. You're not coming back in and having a better story. There's no way that one's too good. It would take me a long time to try to think of something that would even be on that level. So I I think that what we do for this one is we just let that be a story. Yeah. Because I'm not able to come up with anything that's... No. If I told you a story or two right now, it would just be like, okay. We could maybe write 
a, a short story that would be comparable from our imaginary imaginary. When but someone pulls a coffee imagination, pot, imaginary, and has a ninety three Porsche out of nowhere, bashes their lady with it. Who's fucking their sixty eight year old aunt, and she's twenty two? You got nothing, son. You got nothing. So we're gonna let that one lie. Enjoy that. That shit was amazing. That shit was amazing. I couldn't think of a better way to end this, Matt. I really couldn't. Actually, I can't either, but one one way that You got some bonus? No. You know what? Actually, let's let's end this one on this one. I'm gonna save this one. I think we're You got something else? No. Dude, I'm ready to go if you got <clears throat> something else. I don't. I just thought what a what a fucking finale. Well, okay, I, I will say what I was going to say, and um, I was going to say that there's nothing more satisfying than learning something, and people come to this podcast, obviously, to learn, mm-hmm. Jared, Yep. and I would like to know what you believe that people are going to take away from this episode and things that they might remember for for a good while. I think they're going to take away some inspiration. I think you've been quite an inspiration to people uh, for what you've done. Because of my sobriety. Yes. I think people are going to f- feel safer at night knowing that raccoons won't get at them while they're sleeping because you're out there sober and I'm out there drunk and we are just making sure that people are safe. We're tag teaming, bro. Yep. And I think uh, they're going to get joy. I think they're going to enjoy themselves more now that they've listened to this. Don't clap too hard about my sobriety, though, because I'm very much looking forward to having a drink on February 1st. I know you are. Maybe I'm speaking for the people here, but you've inspired me a little bit because it's something that I know that I'm going to have to do. It's something that I know I'm, I need to do, and I will, like I said, have to. So knowing that you're able to do it and knowing that one day if I win, when I do and need to, uh, I can bother you and ask for advice. I can have you there to help me, and you kind of like leading the way. And I can, Take I can, charge. I can come right up behind you, and I can, I can, you can, you've helped me. What you've done for yourself, you've also done for others, including myself. So, thank you, and I'm proud as fuck. I'm proud as fuck of you. I really am. Thanks, dude. For real. Hell yeah. It feels it feels awesome. It really, like actually, it mm-hmm. feels amazing in for my sure. body. Um, one, I'd like after this. My goals for after this is not to not be a drinker, but it is to save save the save the um, good times for good times, mm-hmm. not just Wednesday. Yeah, you know, like an actual good time. So hopefully, this month will be a changer but i'm i'm not doing this in order to become like this is the the first day of my sobriety right you know what does that this is getting kicking it off on the right foot and you're going to do you did a healthy thing and you're going to use the thing you enjoy very much but you're going to use it in a more responsible manner yes you know and i'm not trying to be the dude that that is doing one thing and saying another and maybe like you saying that I'm being a positive influence on you right now and mm-hmm. maybe others um which I thank you for that's awesome cuz really I'm I'm I struggle every day <laughs> still, Oh I know you do still. and maybe 
I'm not trying to put anything on you, but I think maybe if you knew that, maybe it would kind of make you think like, because maybe at some point you're like, what the fuck am I doing this for? Yeah. Maybe it can be a little thing you have where you're like, well, unfortunately, for some I, other things. Unfortunately, like, I think the reason I'm doing this right now is because if I don't, if I don't complete it, I owe my buddy a hundred dollars. <laughs> unfortunately, that's like that's all you really need. <laughs> and I can't afford to give this guy a hundred dollars, so fuck. But um, if anybody ever tells you that you can't party every day. They're fucking lying to you. Mm-hmm. They're absolutely just liars. You can you can party whenever you want. In fact, it's it's um the way that I have been happy for for so long. And I don't I don't drink to. <laughs> I got it. It was a ladybug. Ugh, I don't I don't drink to be depressed. I actually drink and I have a good time. Yeah. So it's it's a really weird thing. Uh, do I do it too often? Probably, definitely, probably, definitely. But um, who doesn't like a good time? And I, I think that I, I'd take away from this that uh, it's it's just kind of a therapeutic, and I hope it's therapeutic to everybody else out here to um, to get together, get together with somebody that you really enjoy. And laugh a lot and say some really, really fucked up things together and put it out into the the world, I guess. And yeah. just have a good time and also um Soberman and Drunk Boy are a force to be reckoned with. Watch out if you're a raccoon. I don't know, maybe get on our side. Or maybe an arsonist. Or perhaps a thief. <laughs> Thieves of joy, beware, because we are here. Also, it's crazy how this podcast started off with just us drinking different alcohols, and now here we are. Yes. It's a sight to behold. So, sober. Is just, this isn't our first sober episode. Nope. No, it's not. But not our last also, Matt. Not well, our last. Not our last. Everybody, or as Darren would say, to all a good night. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>